Welcome to Let's Get Trashed All Star so you- Edition. Don't talk. I'm sorry. I'm doing the motherfucking (laughs) intro. I got four (laughs) words into my goddamn podcast before Jimmy interrupted. Did I finish? I didn't finish a sentence. I was had a whole thing about. I had something to say about the also. I'm sure you do. That's why I brought you on a podcast. We have a whole hour and whatever to do. I'll keep it to myself. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have to? Did it have to be literally four seconds? It was going to be so funny into this recording. It was going to be so funny. it couldn't have been. <laughs> it couldn't have been. It would have been. It couldn't have been so funny we, to we'll interrupt the title of the podcast. We'll never know. Being the first thing said. Okay. Well, <laughs> you are sorry. You are, you are the Steven Seagal <laughs> of this podcast right now. You are the worst guest. Yes, they've ever had. I'm back. <laughs> so I'm continually the worst guest. Welcome. The All Star Edition, although. We're more like the, I don't know, what's another, what's a country that's bad at basketball? Lithuania's. I mean, any Europe country, right? Antarctica, honestly. Yeah, Antarctica, they can can eat shit. They're not really doing a lot. They could step it up. Swedish niggas. What's up? With me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, as always, your host, Nick Tazo, at Nick Tazo on Twitter, at Nick Tazo Drums on Instagram. The Tazler. With me, to my immediate right, you can see longtime favorite of the pod, Jimmy D, my co-host on our wildly popular RRR episode, which is at probably 10,000 views by the time this comes out. And returning once again, uh, Clarence Riley IV from, as you may recognize from our Blade episode. And this is a very special ep because three of us on the pod, baby. Yeah, there's three people. There's three. That's what I was going to say. That's that's what you're going to say. You didn't think I would, you didn't think I would get there. Well, I just wanted to be sure. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you were going to specify. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there's three of us. And also, first of all, it's a thing that doesn't have to be said. Certainly doesn't have to be said while I'm saying something else. But it doesn't have to be said because it's a video. They can hear us. Well, they don't know. About they can hear the, clearances. If they were only listening. They don't know about this little gentleman that we have down here that's scheduled to pop up halfway through when we start recording. Oh, there's four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, this is a four max podcast because I don't think yeah. my. Well, I guess I would just have to add another channel of that thing. You we had a lot it. of microphone trouble, people, but that's all right. Um, Jimmy fixed it. <clears throat> Jimmy fixed it. Thank God we have Jimmy here. You know what, Jimmy? Jimmy D, love your fucking breakfast sausage. Lots oh, of thanks, dude. Uh, this is a line I like to say. I'm easy like breakfast. Oh, this is a line I like to say. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> easy like, is breakfast particularly easy? Yes, it's the easiest meal to make. I like that that's the one he had a For problem you, with. For you, I guess. Not <laughs> yelling. <laughs> no, I'm used to... Random outbursts. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to Clarence just, you know, going Shit. wild and screaming. <laughs> going psycho mode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goblin Clarence, mode. Clarence has gone wild is not the movie we're here to talk about today. Oh, but segue master. Yeah. Did you see Ma- that? We are here to talk about the third entry from... Star director Jordan Peele. Batting yep. a thousand right now. I, well, yeah, a he's three, doing really well. Anyway. According really to, well. well, that's, you know, uh, yeah, according to critics, I've only seen one of his movies, as have you. Correct. Clarence and I. What? I've only seen one, Jordan. Clarence and I just have only I'm seen bl- Nope. Yeah. Oh, you, you do this. Yeah. No, no, no. Just because I'm black doesn't mean we're required to see every nigga's movie well, that comes out. I mean, look. All right, after Soul Plane, they stopped that I mean, rule. <laughs> I mean,. I saw Get Out and uh, felt pretty woke for that. I was like, wow, I'm yeah. uh, really good. 
I'm a good ally. Get Out is the movie that Jordan Peele made to make white people say, mm. I felt pretty woke for that. Yeah, well, I'm exactly. an ally now. And now, I'm back. <laughs> and now, if you, I did a little bit of research into this. I mean, not a, after watching the movie, I read a couple of reviews, and god damn, the white people are bending over backwards to say this is the greatest movie they've ever seen. <laughs> I, I texted two people that today. Um, I mean, this. I don't remember this guy's name. Something Brody, who writes for the New Yorker. Adrian Brody. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Adrian Brody. A pianist. The pianist of the New York Giants. Yeah, just the, big, the biggest nose at the New Yorker. He he, he knows. Yeah, yeah, he wrote the. I mean, he wrote a review of no of Nope that is. I mean, it's it's shocking in how like. It's shocking in how uh, how much he's sucking Jordan Peele's dick. For, I was gonna say, like, yeah. And did it, he write it on his knees? He, and, and in a way of like talking about the ma- you know, the references to it's like none of that was there, dude. That's just you know, I I almost feel not feel obviously I don't feel bad for Jordan Peele, but I do I do recognize that it's not necessarily, you know. I th- I think it's unfair that this black dude Jordan Peele he can't just make a movie without every white person on a na- on a newspaper having to like praise him for how like it's like uh, how- patronizing yeah it's yeah. almost it's almost like you know maybe he didn't you know I, I don't know it's it's too much it's too much we get it Adrian Brody you're Probably not racist. Adrian Brody. Relax. Adrian you Adrian don't Brody. you don't have to make up a bunch of shit that's He's not- like, I use the black keys too. Yeah. It's like, okay, Brody, oh, we get it. Oh, oh, that, that is see- such a great name for a something. I don't know what, but I'm searching for it. Use I the use the black keys too. Yeah. I apologize for stepping on your dick no, there, Nick. It's please. just you don't you know, I, I agree, you know, it's he's he's going out of his way to there's there's things that are not there. Sure. That being said, First impressions, I really like the movie. Yes, I love the movie. And, mm-hmm. and here's what I want to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to control this a little bit more than I normally do. And usually I'm a fucking, you know it, I'm the go for it kid. Yeah. We just... Now we're talking. We just, <laughs> we just turn these microphones on, pray to God that the computer works, and we fucking yeah, rip, we rip and ride. We rip roar it. But we're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to have a clear spoiler That's what you think. demarcation. And then we're going to have a section at the end where people can skip if they don't want to see spoilers. Okay. And okay. I am going to do some editing, and I'm going to put that information in there so you will know what section to skip. I promise I'm going to do this. this and is- if I don't, it's because I don't care. I saw a comment uh, on the RRR episode where a guy said, 18 minutes, 10 seconds in is the actual review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude. Thanks thanks to that guy, by the way. Big shout out to, yeah. our, to our big fan. Big old. Um, I don't remember his name, guy. but uh, uh, thanks to thanks what for a, doing that for Donald, me. Donald, probably. absolute unit, that guy. Is. Yeah, that guy. Actu- or, or absolutely stacked. Or gal. So zero women commenting, unfortunately. Uh, no, there. I think there were some women in the mix. I think they were talking about my veins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they weren't. So we all saw this movie we last night. Um, Clarence and I saw it together, but Jimmy saw it. I wasn't. It at I didn't the same get in time. by it. Uh, 
I didn't know they were watching it. I didn't think you'd come to South Austin. I didn't know how well, long we'd be I holding hands, but it right felt now. like a while. <laughs> so, um, it's fresh, fresh in our minds, off the yes. press, you know, hot off the presses, folks. What did you guys think? Without spoiling anything, it. let's talk about, no, let's talk about spoil the setup, anything. let's talk about the beginning no stuff. No spoilers. Yeah. One thing that I think should be said about this for anybody, uh, for the three people who are watching this and not having seen the movie yet, um, the spo- the trailers give no spoilers. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. by that. I mean, oh, yeah, that was you, good. You get a general gist of the vibe. Yep. You get a general gist of the vibe, but you do not get anything where it's like, okay, this is this is predictable. There are some like jump scary type parts. Sure. There's some parts that feel genuinely terrifying. Yeah. And there are some parts where you're laughing more than you thought you would be. But it's I think that in general, you're going to have a good time if you just go, you try to pay attention to the movie itself, yeah, and you like listen to the radio broadcasts that are going on in the background, uh, all of the other things that you don't think may be connected. Just pay attention to all of it, and I think you're going to yeah. have a good time. I, I will say, I mean, I'm not a huge horror fan over the over you know over the years. Same. I like some, but I'm not way into it. Some right. people that's like their whole. Thing sure. Horror movies. That's Jordan their personality. Peele, his whole thing is horror movies. Yeah, um, that's true, actually. But I, I was never a guy that just loved horror, and I'm also not a big fan of jump scares because I'm a fraidy cat. <laughs> but this movie does something so great. It takes those moments when you think there's going to be a jump scare, and it's like, oh, I'm being set up for like a jump. And then they do something. He does something else with it. Yes. He does something. Some one time he does something so slow. You, you're expecting a rapid whatever, and it's slow. You're like, damn, that's almost more powerful. Exactly. And then he defuses it entirely a second later. Um, well, to, to jump off the trailer, the trailer was so good that I was like afraid that they had like revealed too much. I was like, oh, they, they, they've had to have revealed some stuff because like, this already looks so good. Right. But yeah, I was uh, surprised that they hadn't done that, so... Especially since it was like a Super Bowl trailer, you know, it was, yeah. it was like, oh, okay, yeah. this is like Avengers Endgame money. These niggas are... Sp- Sorry, I can't say is niggas he getting, on the podcast. Is he Y'all getting, niggas going to get offended. Yes, you can. Like, did he get his I can third say movie? Clarence, uh, what? Tell, Clarence, tell the audience why you can say that word. <laughs> if, if they're listening and not watching on YouTube. Nigga, y'all can tell exactly why I can say this word. I don't even have to fucking front about it. Y'all can tell exactly why I can. My wife's going to see you're this. Gonna make my, you're you're going to make my Alexa freak out like last time. Last time, last time, he was, he was on, last time he was on the pod, he, the, he said the N-word and the Alexa started playing like kids music. Yeah. Oh, what? Does yeah. that trigger it? I don't have no idea. It actually, I, it I, actually I w- niggers it. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what effect that word has on it because it's never heard it in this house. Yeah. <laughs> Is it one of here. the ones that are made out of black plastic? Because uh, I think I have a redhead one. A redheaded. Yeah. Redheaded Alexa. Can't wait for that album from Nick Tazo. Uh, but so, getting back on track. Getting back to Nope. Um, right. Yeah, so a lot of cool stuff and really interesting. I was, so the the intro, first thing you see, or not the very first thing, um, but, you know, shout out to Keith David for being in this movie not long enough. I wish he was in it. Yeah, could you actually remind me who that is? The dad. That might be. The dad, okay. That might be a light 
spoiler right there. No, though. that's no, that's not a spoiler. It happens four minutes. Okay. In the movie. All right. All right. It happens. I think it dies. Yeah. Um, this is that's the setup to the movie. It's where that's where our character OJ, hilarious name. Um, and they only use that joke once. Well, because that's didn't the even thing. We it. can't we can't just keep going back to it. And he's only around white people once. Uh, a very well. That's a spoiler. All the white. People. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to see more white people? Yeah. <laughs> he's see uh, no, he's only around. He's only around unfamiliar white people once because he knows. Well, you know, he he knows Stephen Ewan, who's Asian, but you know what I mean. Um, Eastern white. white, and and yeah, and yeah. the the. The electronics employee that becomes their friend later. That's, you know, there's no, there's no South need, American white. There's no need to go through. <laughs> there's no need to go through it's that. All white. You don't need to make the joke more than once. We, how many times? It's you know, it's not police academy. Um, but so he's. Uh, let's do a little, a little bit of setup. We've got a brother and a sister. A brother. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> we have a brother and a sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they are uh, raised on a the horse training farm, uh, animal training farm, horse yeah. training farm, a, a farm that raises Ranch. Hollywood horses yeah. for, for, um, um, for like show business, show purposes. business horses, show business horses. My old and college the name. the old man who is actually knows what the fuck is going on. He dies early on mysterious circumstances. Yeah. Uh, and now his eldest son, OJ, is forced to take over the business. And this fucking guy has no swagger. He's got no sauce. Yeah. He cannot. He's timid. He's nervous. He can't make eye contact with people on set. He can't speak up and, like, give the, you know, he's just a timid guy. And you're so, I was so bummed out. I was like, I don't want to watch this guy for two hours. I hate that kind of Dude. Yeah, he's just quiet. Yeah, and yeah. then so that's Daniel Kulin. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Yeah, he's a he's a British-born yeah. actor. Um, and um, man, I gotta say, I I gotta plug it real quick. That Hot Ones episode with him, it was really good. That is what's so good about that. That's how you know he's actually acting. Yeah, you know, because you're you're yeah. sitting here and watching him just do this kind of. Yeah, stare off to the side sort of thing. Mm. But when he's actually himself, he's nothing like that, and that's what makes a good For actor. Sure. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Let me. I didn't read. even know he was British. I was like, yeah. he's British. Exactly. I was he, like totally stunned. He does like that the African accent that we were talking about. He, he Nick has a problem with that. No, 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 we don't. We, we were not. We were not joking about that. We were not talking about that. I'm fine with it. <laughs> but I, no, but no, like we, you know how we were talking yeah. about that. Yeah, um, that that old thing. He can do that. He can do American. He can do his normal native British right. accent. I do. I do like he, him a lot, and I think I want to sure. talk about that more in the spoiler he is section. A, he is a he is a great actor. That's the thing. Is like as much as I as much as I don't as much as I don't like characters like that, or certainly not real people like that. The fact that he's pulling that off is like making he's. I've seen this guy on screen for four seconds, and I'm already like feeling something. Sure, which there is, you go. Fuck yeah. And then even better, this is about the this is about to be the biggest compliment I've given it to anybody on this show ever. We see the, Stay tuned, we girl. see the sister 
Kiki Palmer mm-hmm. playing Emerald, Emmy M. She shows up and she is the fast talking, uh, you know, wise cracking, wise cracking attitude. She's the she's the face of the company now, and she's infuriating. I've and I'll, I'm here's the performance I'm going to compare it to. And anybody that knows me knows this is the highest compliment. Timothy Chalamet. Nope, the one where he fucked a peach. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one better. <laughs> Ida Turturro. As Janice Soprano in The Sopranos. Oh yeah, you hate her. I for the right reasons. I, I've never seen it. I've never seen an actor. I've never had an actor more viscerally affect me in my entire goddamn life of how much I hate this person. I did Totoro is put is an all time great performance. Do you Janice hate? Soprano. Is it all and women that you don't like, or is it just specifically Rosie O'Donnell? I mean, Rosie O'Donnell. No, I mean yes, but. <laughs> It's, but Ida Turo is a great performance. Ida Turo is great, and I love her. I mean, I, I love to hate her character. Yes. I also hate uh, the wife on Breaking Bad, but that's not that's not for cool. I don't respect her like I respect Ida Turturro. Sure. Um, I don't think she does. I, I think that character is just shitty. But Janice Soprano is like, I've, nev- I've never hated somebody more. And that's a testament to how great she is. Sure. And Kiki Palmer's performance is, I mean, it's very similar. She shares a lot of similarities to, like, the Janice Soprano, the 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 deadbeat sister who you know makes a bunch of excuses and is kind of a mooch and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Very similar to, to that Janice Soprano archetype, and it's like you immediately, you, I immediately feel this like, oh my god, she's so irritating. Sure. Like you said, visceral. Yeah, you just feel it. Can't you can't help it. One person that this reminded me of, and I'm not sure how. I, I don't know what the target demographic for this podcast is, but I'm sure it doesn't. South, that, a- South yeah. Asian? South Asia, yeah. for the, sure. The I fuck. got 10,000 hits on my <laughs> yeah. one hit movie in Telugu. And hey, we love y'all. Yeah. Please keep watching. No, absolutely. Please keep doing it. Like, comment, and subscribe. There's more. Smash that motherfucking bell icon. Yeah. All of it. There's more coming soon, I promise. We're going to be coming gonna be, so- Never mind, not about that. I'm going to be talking. No, no. What I wanted to say is... Um, that demographic of uh, you know, like people who watch this podcast and people who would have seen the movie by John Singleton called Baby Boy is probably a small Venn diagram. Baby Boy. Baby Boy. It had Tyrese, um, Snoop Dogg, and Taraji P Henson. Oh, I've heard and of that. She plays a it. character that isn't necessarily sympathetic at every turn. Like she's yes, she's got a hard life, but she's also making decisions actively that make her life harder. This is Kiki Palmer again. This is yeah. this is like Haraji P Henson's version of that. Oh, I see. You're, yeah, you're, I'm drawing a parallel here. Got it. Yeah, I've just never been a I great d- artist. I drew a parallel to Jane Soprano of The Sopranos, the most popular sitcom you of all time. Do you want me to do one? Most popular. And you're and you're picking you're picking the third you're picking the the third female lead from Baby Boy <laughs> behind anything from the Medea franchise. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, why don't you see if you can beat the beat Spy kids. in the obscurity Spy kids. race? The sister, she's ambitious. Um, the, she has a brother, an eight-year-old girl. Yeah, listen, hear me out. No, <laughs> guys, we have to end this podcast uh, and turn it over to the FBI. You know, um, I'm just saying, maybe there's some similarities that you should think about. I mean, I've never seen Spy Kids. Exactly. Although, shout out Robert Rodriguez, fellow Austinite. Yeah. Fellow Austinite. Let's, yeah. let's has hang, one of the largest let's make a movie, bud. Let's hang out. Has one of the largest <laughs> movie studios in the city, as far as He's I know. He's never called me. He so. has <laughs> the largest. I've been there a couple times. Really? Yeah, for cool shit. Let's go take me and Clarence. Yeah. Next and, time. Hey, I think you actually sure. dropped this name. Here, let me just go ahead and give that right back to you.
you just and then give it to us yeah <laughs> <laughs> back to us um Actually, I do know a guy that knows him really well. <laughs> I know uh, this guy. We're, in, we're doing the podcast in, the, in that studio next time. Yeah, we're, this guy we're doing it from the uh, from the Alita Battle Angel soundstage Let's next time. Go. From Alita Battle Angel Studios in Robert Rodriguez, Texas. We're gonna it's we're gonna have to Robert leave, Rodriguez. Texas. We're gonna have to leave the Let's Get Trash Studios at the top of the Chrysler Building in New York City. That's yeah. where yeah, and, and that's, where, that's where we due. are right now. It's so hard evicted. to get up here too. Um. Okay, so we we have a little bit about our characters. Right. Um, they're struggling. Dad's dead. Brother and sister uh, running the horse farm. And no, sister's not running the horse farm. She is. She's she, in and out. She's around when it's convenient for her, and he's caught. And, and he's the one trying to do all the work. Um, but he maintaining doesn't, he the doesn't legacy. have the sauce to do the actual or the money business part. Yeah, it's failing. And, yep. And so part of that, the money thing that yeah. you Captain Segway right there. Um, that's where. Steven Yun's character comes in. Yeah. And he's a former child star. Former child star. Who's purchasing horses. And uh, not a lot of horses in that. He's So he's got... This is out all that... This is at... Uh, you know, it's all in California. It's outside of LA. Um, you know, same kind of place like the Spawn Ranch where... Uh, you know, in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where uh, Brad Pitt went to go fight... Charlie uh, Manson. Yeah, where, where Charlie Manson's group was hold up. Spoilers for Once Upon a Time this in Hollywood. That, this is that same area. So this is the, the the horse ranch, and then there's the Jupiter Gulch or whatever the yeah. the Jupiter Mine, and which is run by this child child former child star. Career cut short by a terrifying chimpanzee. And I will say, I was thinking this watching watching the movie because uh, it's the first thing we see is is a. a Animal stunt gone wrong on on set, and I know conventional wisdom says that chimpanzees have the strength of ten men. I'm here to say, I honestly think I could take one. I think, really? I think. How I, would you bring one down? Just just easily. Sure will. Just would, with, like a fucking boss would, like with no problem. Like That's punching? How, I, just, how does it happen in your mind? Is the segue segment easily? That's easily how it isn't how a thing. I, I, you no, have a sword? I know, but I think I could just barehanded and completely buck ass naked. You, could you do it? I know. I know the no science. weaponry. Science? No, science says I couldn't. Yeah, but I genuinely. Do you want to? Do you think about killing? How often do you think about killing animals? Whenever I were you lying then? Or animals lying now? Or chim- Every time I see a chimpanzee, I'm like, I could fucking take him. I know it. <laughs> Okay. I know it. I know you're not supposed to say that. Well, you're not not supposed to say but it. I don't know if that's I the way that you're saying it makes it sound like you actively put yourself like, in situations to where you're going to be near chimpanzees and like. When's the last, time, when's the last time you were were you in the with a champi- chimpanzee in the last seven days? No, I haven't hung out with a chimpanzee in blue moon, dude. Okay, I think that. But I just with all I, due respect, I think you'd be fucked. I gotta be honest with you. How you feel about a, a I gorilla? Just see it? Grill, no, gorillas are enormous. Okay, I'm just trying to see where the line is. <laughs> I don't know. How about a bonobo? How about an ostrich? I could, I could probably. Yeah, I could. I, could I think I could take an ostrich. I could if do I, that easy if I had okay. the gumption. Yeah. Although they are fast and they do have really sharp claws. Yeah, but you know what? There's on some, their big ass there's feet. A, there's a girl on TikTok that has an ostrich that she just. Puts her, hand, you know, he attacks her every day, and she puts her hand up. It's fine. I could fuck well, do that nigga, too. People been doing like crocodile training down in, or sorry, alligator training down in like Florida forever, where they put their head in alligators' hand, uh, like heads yeah, and stuff. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't think reptiles can be trained. That's, no, definitely that, not. Okay. That, they don't. They can, they can be they made to blood. listen to you. They, yeah, they can't, they can't learn empathy, compassion. Yeah, they can't learn to not eat you. Yeah. They don't have that ability. Hashtag reptiles aren't higher beings. <laughs> I'm Look, just going to say it. I feel like we're... 
I didn't want to destroy. I didn't want to derail the podcast. But if you're a chi- if you're a chimp out there watching this, and I know that you're, there, if you're a chimp I know that you're there. This. I could fucking don't even start with me. That's all I want to say is just don't fucking bring the heat, and we won't have a problem. But I swear to God, I, I could fucking do it. I feel like you watched uh, what is it like War of the Apes, and you were like, humanity's gonna win next time. Oh yeah, the new, which one? The new, the the newest the, one. The, that's the James gonna be, Franco Planet yeah. of the Apes. That's gonna be our next series. Is watching through all of the of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, movies. I did watch the first one, and I do have a big problem with that. Actually, the end of the first I one. Think, I think just taken them. That we're mining we'll for do content a, now. No, we're not. But we'll do a quick. <laughs> this is a quick diversion. This is the. Uh-huh. This is the. Let's get trashed. Uh, quick. Uh, the quick and dirty. The, the damn dirty apes corner. Oh, which is. Um, at the end of at the end of that first one, when James Franco goes up to the and and I'm, I apologize if I'm parroting uh, too closely the Patrice O'Neill, but uh, shout out to him who turned me on to this. It's uh, he the entire movie is the chimpanzee Caesar like fucking destroying everybody and fucking fucking everybody up, and he wins this war. He like he wins. He breaks out of jail, breaks all his friends out of jail. They're now free. Yep. And then he hangs out with James Franco one last time and James Franco goes, you are now free. And if I was the monkey, I'd be like, I'm already free. Fucking says you? Like, I fucking just, I just killed 40 cops, asshole. I made myself free. You don't, don't tell me I'm free in that patronizing voice, asshole. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I, I. What you're saying is James Franco should have taken him. James Franco should have been like. <laughs> taking him down. James Franco, instead of, instead of, instead of solemnly saying like, you're free now, he should have said, damn dude you won your freedom congrats yeah you did this all yourself and i had nothing to do with it anyway it would be like if like at the end of women's suffrage in that whole movement james franco went up to <laughs> your you can vote woman and said james, you can vote james franco went to susan b anthony was like you exactly. can vote now yeah that's yeah. that's exactly it <laughs> yeah i know that's- i actually went ahead and did that whole thing that was actually what I was here for. <laughs> James Franco just patronizing fucking revolutionary leaders throughout yeah. history. <laughs> and if he wasn't so problematic, the, yeah, you could do make you could James, make that fucking series. James Franco at at Gettysburg just being like, <laughs> "You can have it. You're free now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, James Franco on the Gettysburg Address or the Emancipation. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I did confuse the whatever. <laughs> this is not an American history podcast. Yeah, this no, is this a is a segue on top that. of this is let's get trash. Way. All right, so uh. here's what we're gonna do. I probably there's probably a few cuts to be made in in the first part of this episode, but r- basically we have to get into spoilers, folks. Got to get into spoilers right away because we want to we want to just fucking roll and talk some shit and have a good time. Um, so at this point, if you are not interested in seeing spoilers, you're gonna skip to. 55 minutes and 9 seconds. Okay, skip to that point in the video. I just did a voiceover and told you exactly the time. And also, don't let that bottle go too far. Um, And now we're in our spoiler section. All right? Spoilers. Somebody go. Give me some spoilers. All right, my favorite. Can I just get into my favorite visual scene? Absolutely. Okay. And I think we're probably going to have the same one. I hope. If all there's three such a good one. one. If all three of us have it, that's when awesome. When the creature is over the house and blood is coming down all over the house, just that moment, I was just like blown the fuck away. That, I was just like, this is the coolest moment in cinema for me in a theater, maybe ever. I just thought it was so creative and fucking like metal looking. Okay. That yeah. is not the one that that's, I had. But I got to be honest. It's kind of at the same time. It's okay. around the same but, time. 
So let's before we. You're right, and let's talk about how great the cinematography is. Oh, there are some so really nice. beautiful shots. I've never seen a Jordan Peele so movie good. till today. It is very, it is very well done. And the thing Clarence is about to. Clarence and I talked about this last night, but he's going to explain this better than I can. But this this fact that there it is. Uh, the best. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say this. You say it. You say how a black director can make black people look good on camera. It. It. No. <laughs> Wait, what? The movie God. It. Dad jokes, motherfucker. No, I said no. say it, and he was like, Oh, I see. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is half composed of it. Anyway, here's what it is. Um, most film is maybe not intentionally, maybe intentionally directed towards making people of fair skin look good. And having having an all, not all, but like a primarily black cast, especially somebody with the, com- the complexion of Daniel Kaluuya, you know, who's a very dark man with light eyes and very good looking teeth. He's the, I mean, he, that's the definition of eyes and teeth so that you can be seen in the dark. Uh, I don't know that term, but go, that's, to stop you. that's go ahead. something that I guarantee goddamn to you. A lot of your two black listeners have heard before in their lives. But the, the truth. Eyes and teeth, huh? Eyes okay. and teeth, yeah, because. I'm, I mean, I, I understand it. I've not heard that before, but that is. Uh, yeah, I say it kind of jokingly, yeah. but it is something that, that does happen. Every, right. every black person, or at least I'd say a vast majority of black people have had the experience of not being seen in a darker photo because they're not showing their teeth or whatever. Google Google had a whole fucking ad campaign which at the time, I mean maybe it still is, but I thought it was I thought it was crazy. I mean Google did an entire ad campaign of commercials talking about our new Google phone this phone can take pictures of black people. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I was blown away that I was like, why are they advertising One this? One of you guys, please Who? link that commercial down in the <laughs> comments. I, I'm, I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put it in now. But yeah, Google being like, Google being like, you should buy the new Google Pixel 8 or whatever their phone is called. The new yeah. Google phone, this one can take pictures of black people. And I was like, I have plenty of photos in my iPhone that are fine of my of me and Clarence. Or, uh, just Clarence <laughs> sleeping or Clarence just doing anything. Just, just photos just of Clarence. Just Clarence in a very dark backstage. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I don't know. He's there. I have tons of surveillance photos of Clarence. Of Clarence. Yeah. No, Walking it, but, around. But the, in his home. That, <laughs> the fact that they... And I was like, that's... That's wild that they would go out of their way to like even mention that. But I, I, I well, well, that's the thing. There have been dissertations written about this, and I don't think that I'm off base there. I think that's an actual fact. And seeing yeah. that used to a good effect yeah. in this movie, to where, and this is where it comes back to our favorite, our, our, it's our favorite, favorite it's our scenes. Favorite. Our favorite scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the ones that he and I spoke about, that Nick and I spoke about, was that um, that one scene where the truck stopped. Daniel Kaluuya's mm-hmm. in the truck after the house is being rained on. Yep, and he's looking out, and then he kind of opens the door, and that crease lets a little light onto his face. Yeah. Before that, it's all just dark. He's yeah. all just part of the scene. 
And think yeah. about it like in other movies, other horror movies, that would be part of the terror. Well, any other any other movie with a with a a, a black actor on the screen at that moment, it would have overlit it. It would have been a they would have lit it bright enough to where you can't see everything, but he feels he's he looks washed out um and bright. They would it would have been too bright because they're trying to capture everything, and then that would have taken you out of like the scariness of this moment. Sure. But Jordan Peele lets Daniel Kaluuya Kaluuya Lit- uh, Kalu- uh, we're, we're gonna get it right. We'll overdub. <laughs> let him. Let him just. Let him just stay in the dark. And he he does a lot of acting with his eyes, which is incredible. We can see him looking around. We can see the whites of his eyes as he's as he's darting around looking for something. And then like like Clarence mentioned, as he reaches out. It's just one of the most beautiful sequences I think I've ever seen. Um, it's really really cool. So that was your favorite as well. Yeah, we talked. It was the first oh, thing we talked cool. about when we got back to the okay. parking lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've never really thought about that aspect at all, as far as like complexion and like how it like I guess transfers on screen. I didn't have a problem seeing him in that moment. Like, are you saying that like the lighting was really well in this film, or just well, how they like shot it? I, or? I think that the sensibility yeah. of a black director shooting black yeah. actors yeah, made yeah. it to where it was equally as compelling as um, you know. Had it been, and I don't know, I don't want it to sound like a white director couldn't have shot that right. But that's not maybe as common, or exactly, or as like right, it was I see what refreshing you're to see that somebody yeah. did that. Okay, exactly. Yeah, it, it's cool. But so let's talk about um, kind of what's going on because we're th- we're thinking like we are led to believe early on that it is uh, <clears throat> aliens. There's you. Uf- there's you. Yeah. Yeah. This is a space. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. That's, that's what they told us it was. Sure. That's what, I'm, I'm with the I'm with the characters in the film. We all thought it was that. Uh, and then there there ends up being a uh, you know so our our characters. They they think they're seeing the UFO. They try to get good footage. They're they're on tough financial times. They're, they have to sell some horses to Stephen Ewan's ranch. Mm-hmm. Old Jupe. Yep. The you know one of those places where you go, you get yourself an old timey photo. You uh, you fake pan for gold. He's got one of those types of outfits. Right on. And uh, so they're 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 doing all that selling horses. But they want to buy him back eventually, and Jupe, Jupiter gives him a. It's like I don't know if that's going to be possible. Yeah, I noticed that. There's a lot of things that I noticed, but didn't fully notice, like subconsciously notice. Yeah. That later, I'm like, oh, that's why. Like, there were so many of those ties, like during the movie, I yeah. guess, of just like. I that's why I said, like, listen to the radio broadcasts that are going on during the, the opening details. credits. Yeah, there's yeah. all of the credits, credits, creditors. There's very few things that aren't uh, relevant in this film. Um, it's you know little things that you think it's just a set piece or it's just a moment it actually it might turn out to be important later very very cool very smartly done um super fun um and then they're selling horses i will say here's one little thing where the kind of reality breaks down um it turns out and this is again we're in spoilers folks so don't come for me we're uh it's we're not come it's, right now it's not ufos uh it's not ufos making weird shit happen in this area of california it's a it's an alien but it's an animal yeah it's an alien creature that lives up in the sky and is eating shit. 
It lives in a cloud nest. He lives in a cloud. He disguises himself with the cloud. That shit is so creative, man. For that it sure. was never a ship. It was. It's a creature. Like, yeah. I was blown away by like the just the creativity of that the, alone. And I'll say this right now: the design at the end of it. This is not a spoiler. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to describe like the full final form <clears throat> of that. I think that that was one of the most creative designs for like an otherworldly terror. Yeah, as that as they could have done. My friend described this movie like at its at its essence uh, it's a creature feature and i'm like oh it is yeah. this is this is the thing yep or this yep. is like it's a kaiju movie yes almost yeah i'm like oh shit yeah that's a, that's a really good way to put this like yeah. and it has all the tropes but it's jordan peele and, and it has you know but like in the like and then another friend said and i should give them credit like that nothing like like you mentioned that nothing was wasted like mm. the detail of everything that you think is like just kind of a pass away thing uh and you forget about immediately is like used in like just the coolest fucking way i was just blown away yeah i really it was really well thought out and and really insightful. Um, I particularly really enjoyed this film. Um, I I will say one little one little breakdown that I had of like just kind of internal logic. So, Jupiter's Gulch. Stephen Yeun has been buying horses. Yep. That he is he has he found out about the alien six months ago. Yeah. He found he he was on the alien right away for somehow we don't know this until much later. But he figured it out and. Rather than trying to get any footage or or rather than trying to go viral with it, like our two protagonists, um, uh, Emmy and OJ, he is just doing a show. That's a roadside attraction. He's doing a road. He's yeah, doing a roadside attraction. Yeah. He's feeding this monster horses after he lets his kids do a dance and they do a lasso shit. They do all kinds of nonsense. Every once a week, he feeds a horse. He buys a horse. We see him buy a horse for eleven thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. He spends eleven five on this. I see what you're saying. On a show horse, a Hollywood show horse. Yeah, trained horse. He spends eleven five on it. He says, "I've been doing this for six months," hmm. and he says it that when 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 it, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong horribly, and him and his entire audience are fucking devoured. Yep. And the the police report, <laughs> yeah. the police report goes That's the blood on the house that we were talking yeah. about. Yes. The police report goes 40 people are missing from Jupiter's Gulch. We got to figure this out. Whoops. And then it's like 40 people, him, his wife, his three kids, and then their staff of 15. That means we've got, we've got that means we've got 27 we've got, people. Yeah. 27 people bought tickets to see an 11 thousand dollar horse get eaten that doesn't make sense well the i think money- that was his first showing well the tickets were each also eleven thousand dollars yeah so <laughs> you figured it out oh yeah, yeah. i didn't catch i missed i missed there was, a, there was a Here, part with the receipts in the invoices. here's something here's something that I, maybe you have so emerald asked oj how many horses have you sold he and said he, 10 he, and he said 10 i think this was his first out of like let's try it out let's try and get an it was almost like a test audience that's a vibe mm, I, I don't think so because that's, yeah that seems well, clear to me it, even if it I was think, that's still a fuck ton of money that you invested for a horse i think the, that yeah. you didn't have people watch that's right. true yeah i, I think yeah. The, the point was that he's been doing this show for 10 weeks because don't forget earlier in the film i mean he oj yeah. oj is he's going after one of the horses and he runs down and he sees all the lights coming from Jupiter's Gulch into the sky. He sees, oh, that's true. He sees the show happening the week before. He just doesn't know it's a he show or like it's that. He doesn't realize yeah. it's an alien thing. He thinks 
down in Jupiter's Gulch, my neighbors are doing some goofy kind of show that I don't know nothing about. Why would I? Okay, I have another qualm. Okay. Uh, that's in the same realm. The so, qualm corner. The, the qualm This is the let's get trashed qualm corner, folks. Uh, qualms only. LGTQC. LGT qualm. Uh, they said, no cameras, folks. You would think, like, when they do the whole show, they're like, and all right, people, no camera. It's like, don't you think you would have taken the cameras before? Like, you wouldn't have to say that. Like, you would have already, if uh, it was that. Well, you know what? Even Bluebell Ice Cream does that. They take you, they used to back in the day. They'll take your fucking cameras. Your you, phone and shit? Yeah, well, back in the day when it was, like, disposable Kodak cameras. Yeah. You're, well, we're all missing, you're missing the forest for the trees, gentlemen. Yeah. They don't have to confiscate anybody's cameras when because when the monster yeah, shows oh, up, that's true. the, yeah, the that's shit true. doesn't work. Yeah, that's, why that's they true. Have, that's true. And you guys are never going to believe how deep of a role wacky, wailing, arm flailing, inflatable tube men play in this <laughs> yeah. movie. So they are featured prominently in the trailer, and I love the way that they're incorporated in the movie it, it oh was, yeah it was absolutely lost on me until he spelled it out for me oh really because like well, why they had well, him out there exactly like sure. i thought that it was yeah you know, i i didn't realize it was for that purpose it's incredibly clever yeah, yeah. It's a, it's i don't a even really, want to spoil that we're not even gonna spoil it, it is so clever and it was it, it's uh i think anybody who's reading through the lines right now will be able to tell what we're talking about yeah i mean we already said spoilers um, yeah, but I don't want to give away. We don't. There's a give away all of it. We don't have to give away all of it. But okay. We are gonna. We are gonna admit. You know the the spoilers are the, the big spoilers are that it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a creature. It's an alien monster. It's a creature and not a not a UFO, not a spaceship. Yes. Right. So, do you guys have? I would say one of my favorite ties is the early version of. And if this is a spoiler, I guess we can cut out. But like the early use of the uh, like photo booth, well, I did like that. We, yeah, we, yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, it's it, that's that's what we talked about earlier. That's yeah. one of the, that's one of those little passing moments. That's a it's just a set piece. It's just an interesting thing that becomes important. The, yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's a that's just a, a, a that's a cool little moment. That thing. Um, this this amusement park attraction. Becoming something bigger later on. Yeah, it would be like them using one of those like smashed penny machines at SeaWorld or something to get uh, <laughs> actual photographic proof of extraterrestrial life. Yeah, uh, that's insane. One thing that I did like, and this is something that I think a lot of people will have mixed feelings about, it's the uh, the entire chimp thing. The entire thing there, uh, because I think that plays a lot into why Steven Young's character felt the way he felt about the alien predator. Yeah, thing. that's a really good point. You I know? thought that was quite a bit of a side story for a character that isn't doesn't get as developed or is just this huge base of trauma that doesn't really show. Exactly. Other than the show that he's putting on. And I um I guess it makes sense, but yeah, I didn't think about that, like why he's like... He was like a lone survivor from that whole yeah. ordeal, right? And so for him, yes, it was traumatic. Yes, it was all of that, but he still feels like even though he was going to get that fist bump mm -hmm. from... Uh, you know, he, like, even though his chimp co-star killed all those people he was still going to get that fist bump and yeah he, I, I took it as kind of him thinking okay well i still have some sort of 
protection from the nature of a beast. Yeah. And that hubris is what ended up doing him in. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's very I interesting. didn't see it that way. I didn't see it that way. That's, but why, that's, really, that's why I missed all the other shit I missed. That's really... I think in a film like this, an everything matters. Up. Every gesture matters, right? Like, I like that takeaway. Uh, that is a... That is a I mean that is a great yeah that is a really uh that is a really insightful like uh interpretation of it. Uh I was thinking I mean cuz the the idea of it is that the the chimpanzee story is a is a flashback past story. The horse story is kind of going on now and then the alien story is kind of going it's going on now obviously um, or the creature story. And so the idea one one thing I have in my notes is that back when I thought it was aliens I was like oh the aliens are just beta. It's just they're coming down anybody that's any anybody that's hurt <laughs> animals in Hollywood these the, instead of they're they're done throwing uh, red paint on your fur coat, they're fucking eating you with a space. Sp- we're gonna develop dynamic. We're gonna develop dynamic propulsion. Yeah, and fucking <laughs> devour your. What are we gonna do with all this money? Yeah, um, and fuck PETA. Yeah. So, but that <laughs> we don't is, fuck with PETA. That is the through line. Is is how do we how you know do we respect are we treating animals the right way? How do we uh, you know our our relationship with these animals that we're supposedly working with, or how do we get one of these things? You know, you make them CGI, yeah, and you put blood on them. They definitely did do a CGI <laughs> version of that yeah. horse in the beginning as well. well yeah, this, that was yeah, that was di- that was diegetic in the film. The horse freaks out because of a uh, it sees its own reflection and kicks a woman and kicks something out of her hand, which is hilarious. Um, but also the 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 chimpanzee freaks out. It's it's all about eye contact. It's all yeah. about uh, you know um, not engaging a predator. You know, uh, it, but that's kind of our our through line is is uh, every how, animal how has rules. Yeah, how do we? How do we treat animals? How do oh, we coexist yeah. with animals? Some, yeah, I didn't really think about that, but uh, it did seem like OJ's like instinctive element of like maybe bonding with the horses gave him some insight to like the creature that they were like against. Right, just, of course. His alpha or just like sensitivity to like, uh, you know, maybe like a predator, an apex predator type being, uh, I thought was like really interesting. Well, but Yeah, I mean, OJ's certainly not an alpha I mean, the real OJ is absolutely shout out, <laughs> shout out, Orenthal James Simpson. Yo, shout yeah. out, like but, and subscribe for that murder. He's but, like the quiet observ- observative type. That's the rancher, and yeah, you know, he's, he's cares not, about the horses. He's and, almost you know. he won't make eye contact with a horse because he's almost subservient to the horses. Yeah, he's like, if I may be so bold, I think it's about empathy. He under he's the one who says it's not a ship. It's it's a predator. Yeah. And it's an animal and every animal has rules. Yeah. It's because he's he noticed. Yeah. Because he said it's territorial. Exactly. You know, he picked up on that. He thinks yeah. this is its place. This is its land. And so what would you do as an animal? That's empathy right there. Understanding that something else is like you and acting on that knowledge has I boundaries think, or exactly. has rules. Yeah. Exactly. Because he understands that about horses. You can't just, you know, well, he actually says it. He's like, anything with a spirit can, can be, be broke. broken. Yep, yep. That was a good line. Yep. Damn, I want to see this movie again. Yeah. I absolutely want to. I want yeah. to. I'm going to watch the other the other two Jordan Peele movies after this. Dude. I never yeah. like avoided. I, I wasn't 
trying not to watch them. I just never saw them. But I, they're on this my list. This gives you faith. They're well, no, not even that. They're just on. They've always been on my list, but I've moved them up to the front of my list of things I'm going to watch soon uh, because of how well done this was. Yeah, I think that it. I think that he does a really good job of being insightful, and I think that it speaks to the broader thing that. Um, Drama, or sorry, dramatic actors can't always be funny, but comedic actors can often understand what it is to be dramatic or uh, to give weight to a situation because that's sure. that's all comedy is. You're you're building weight, you're building tension, and then you break it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but one thing we'll I mean we got a few notes here. One is that if you're if you are going to see aliens or an alien creature you have to get like an interesting job man they're not going to come to your they're not going to come to your cubicle where you send emails all day don't be a cuck yeah they're not they're not coming to they're not coming to the school you teach at they're not coming to your wherever your your logistics company you got to be out you got to be a sales job dude you got to be out doing horsey shit out in the woods or you got to be got to be somewhere interesting for aliens to show up. I was an accountant and I the was aliens a- <laughs> came for my yeah. spreadsheets. Yeah, they're not exactly. I, I couldn't defeat him. They're no not, shit. Yeah, they're not, they're not coming to whatever little they're not coming to whatever corporation you work at. You got to be a cool musician in Austin, Texas. Well, you just got to be outside. You got to do some outside. You got to be out, you just have to be outside. Can I ask have yeah. either of you guys ever seen any like unexplainable alien shit i don't mean for this to go no there, that's a really good question i wanted to ask um my friends claim that we saw something but i don't i think it was just a drone and like they didn't know about drones yet Free. i will say that we saw like some sort of a light that i would call a drone but then like two years later uh i heard a drone and they're noisy as fuck so and they it do sound like a bunch the, of bees or like weed eaters or just like wee. it's like very like annoying so i don't know that that was really an explainable thing but I don't know. I wouldn't call it an alien. Every action I've ever seen that is completely inexplicable was committed by a woman. Yeah. Your ex, Good to be specific. God. Right? Oh, <laughs> man. So. This guy just murdered. I know who did it. Half of. The- that doesn't mean it's. That doesn't mean it can be explained at fucking all. Well, aren't, aren't. I know. Women, I know who's the. I know who's behind it. Aren't easily. women just aliens? Women are from Venus. Yeah, men are from men are yeah, from men are from right here. Well, men actually went. We went to college we built to get life. more knowledge. We built this shit. Yeah, we went and to college. Whereas women went to Jupiter to, <laughs> of course. Oh my God! Learn how to vote. Um, here's the <laughs> Susan B. Anthony <laughs> name dropping Susan B. Anthony in this whole fucking podcast today. <laughs> here's the other. Here's the other thing. So that's that same scene uh, we mentioned earlier. Blood on the house. Yeah. Um, right. A couple. A, a couple things made me laugh about that. See, it's very dramatic. It's very well done. But it's like Kiki Palmer and uh, I don't know the kid's name. Daniel something. No, he's a, whatever. The 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 Fry's Electronic Store guy. Um, uh, I know his his name in the movie is Angel. Angel. I believe. Yeah. yeah. So Angel. So yeah. Emerald. Emerald and Angel are in the house, and they're both thinking they're about to die, and so. I told Clarence this last night, but it wouldn't it be funny if he was like, "Before we die, please, can I just say it one time? <laughs> just let me, just let me say it. Should Come we? <laughs> no, no, no. Just say it. Let just, me say it. He doesn't even. He doesn't even want to have sex. I'm about to die. Just let me say it once. Yeah. Listen, um, I could be doing a lot of things right now, but <laughs> and then the other. Thing, I never wanted to work at Rise. And then the other thing is like the next day when the the they hire a, a cinematographer to yeah, to the, get video of their or right. to get film of their of their great the most plan. intense guy yeah a guy but literally who was the main yeah. villain in the crow are you uh, serious straight up hundred percent oh that's beautiful hundred yeah. percent did he use up. the same voice 
Like that's just actually that. his, just his motherfucking voice. Damn. They had a lot of good epic voices between him I and love Keith David. A good yeah. epic voice, dude. Yeah, yeah, like Keith David is the one who's doing all of this. Keith yeah, David, he's the yeah. one. Keith David's a great voice guy. Yeah, but um, anyway, as you were saying well, before, they hire. He, sh- he shows up to the house for his first like. All right, I'll agree to work with you. And then he, he goes, well, "There's a why is there a, there's a wheelchair on top of your house?" And nobody nobody in the cast is like, "Yeah, the house is also covered in blood." The fuck, right. Yeah. The fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, did you think we just redecorated and forgot the wheelchair up there? Okay, I have a question. So, when she was talking to him originally and she said that she she was trying to capture the impossible, do you did you guys pick up that maybe he thought, "Oh, you're trying to catch an alien. I've tried this before and I, I can't do it." I don't it. know. I, th- I I actually that didn't cross my mind. That caught my mind. It did a little bit. Like, I think he knows what she's talking about and he's like that's a dragon you'll never catch. Like that would I kind of got that. His last vibe. action makes sense. It didn't. It didn't. But I didn't like. I didn't like that. You didn't like. Oh, I didn't like that. That this uh, supposed shorthand between a woman who's never done anything and the most celebrated cinematographer in Hollywood. Okay. I okay. didn't like that. I see what you're saying. And she goes the impossible shot, which means nothing. And then he goes, "Oh my God, I know exactly what you mean. Don't even yeah. try well, for at least, it." At least he didn't. Sure, rather. Like at least she didn't say that Oprah shot, right? Oprah and shot. then yeah. he go Oprah shot, and then go with that. Like, well, she should have been shot, like, whatever. We, yeah, she should have been like, we think there's aliens out here, and we want your help. And he could have been like, that's fucking stupid. There's no aliens, obviously. And no, we're not. I'm not gonna fuck with it. Yeah. And then, and this did happen. But three days later, he's watching the news. He says the neighborhood of the girl you spoke with on the phone yesterday, uh, forty people disappeared, and we have no idea where they went. And I think it's floods, but it might be something else. And then he goes, "Oh shit, maybe it was aliens." They should have just said it. But but the fact that the fact that the impossible, I think he knew. the fact that they both like had this, un, they had this cryptic understanding. It's it's trying to make a moment too dramatic. I think. yeah, I, I didn't I didn't particularly like that. I will say writing choice. I think about sound a lot. My favorite thing about anything horror is the sounds and just like the weird sound design and shit. I just think it's so like interesting uh, and fucking cool. Their dialogue was all, always sounded so fucking good. Like if they were in the house or like whatever, like just the use of the, the way that they use like tonality on their voices, uh, like and even the way they used the cinematography guy's voice was just loud and crazy and strange, like over the phone and just like yeah, they used like voice. I, I don't know, like art like really well in this but they really did it's a very subliminal thing but they really yeah. did a good job of soundscaping even in the theater uh that we were in which was kind of like a, a smaller quote unquote i'm doing quotes theater you had like sounds that were coming from a distinctive corner of the room oh shit nice you know you had at least i noticed that yeah. i don't know if you noticed that for sure uh, the score was even like where it was minimal it was what was needed i would say i don't remember the score at all because it was so good like that's it exactly was, it it's like the, it was so well done i don't even fucking remember it or like couldn't pick it out you oh, know? of course not. No. it was just like holy fuck like i was in like my emotions were like holding hands with that score like it was yeah. dragging me through that no, they did a great job of i mean again it's all just tension and release and and it, it happens so well done i i mentioned earlier in the non-spoiler section of the pod room i was like i was expecting a jump scare the first time he sees aliens in his barn yeah and it turns out to be kids yeah but that the, you think they're gonna be popping around the corner or scaring something and then He's at that moment, and he's like, where is it? He's got his phone out, and then one of them slowly moves its head around. Yes. And it's fucking like that slowness 
this is before you realize it's kids playing a prank, but that slowness is like, wow. Yeah. Um, so really, really cool. Uh, uh, real quick, one thing that I do, I did read about this. This is our last in spoiler thing. So. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, one thing that I, I did read about this was the, uh, the rant, not the rant, but the monologue that Kiki Palmer did when they're like on the green screen with the horse and yeah, yeah. oh early early like, on yeah 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 early that she early learned, on that she learned the from their dad yeah uh she she did that 17 times each one so different that they couldn't cut it together oh wow they had to yeah. just pick one they had to just go with one yeah yeah Dang. And, and they said that that really informed her character it actually wasn't even necessarily in the script that way wow that's freaking really, dope really interesting cool. well they, they if that's the case then they def, then they redid it with keith david because don't forget there's a scene later on where she watched she pops in the vhs of her dad like doing, doing, this, that. doing that yeah and he's saying the same lines holy shit i would a hundred percent believe that so yeah hundred yeah. percent so, so that's that. They wrote that scene after so after they sick. got her take of her saying that. Fuck, Even though Keith David so fucking is in this movie for like three fucking minutes and he's yeah. dead for like a hundred seconds of that, yeah. he still is like, it's like, oh man, yeah, that guy it. brings a gravitas. Yeah, I love that dude. So we are out of spoilers. We are about to wrap this up. There couple are no spoilers. Couple quick things. Um, uh, very happy Jordan Peele. Thank you so much. No post credit scene. Very yeah, I love you. I, doing I what do you mean do by that? Like, that? like rolling credits, or what are you talking about? I mean, Any. I mean, I don't have to sit around in the middle of the credits. To, oh, like a Marvel thing? Yeah, like a, I, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, no, I see. Uh, no yeah, yeah. Marvel shit, which I hate. Uh, mm. Well documented on this podcast, and I I do like that. I'm fine with it. Quick, quick, hot thought. But like, I'm fine with it on like a Marvel movie where it's like the continuity is important. But they're not making like a nope cinematic universe. Yeah, and that's what I appreciate about it. That's my thing. Fair enough. The other thing is, so, great movie. I love the atmosphere. I love bright, I love daytime horror shit. Yeah, that's rare. Midsummer is a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, I need to watch that. By uh, uh, Ari Aster. It oh, it's incredible. He did Hereditary and he did Midsummer. They're both great. I like Midsummer more because it's visually more appealing. The fact that you can make something terrifyingly scary in broad daylight yeah. is a, that's a rare talent. And uh, Jordan Peele does that very well in this film. There's a lot of daytime scariness happening. Yeah. And uh, you uh, guys make sure to catch my movie, Student Debt, the movie. The scariest movie. It's just going to it's going to haunt you for years. <laughs> um, and then the other thing. Uh, so we know it's a we know it's a movie. There's some sort of unexplained supernatural, possibly alien thing going on. Um, the the most unrealistic thing about this is that uh these two people are two main characters they found an electronic store employee who gives a shit that's <laughs> i wish i could find an electronic it's i wish i could find a fries these <laughs> yeah. days jesus yeah this they, it's all altex they, and micro center these days they filmed this before fries went out of business yeah r.i.p uh, fries yeah but so too bad you couldn't hang on for another fucking year and a half fries you would have brought y'all back you would have gotten a hell oh of, dude for you would have sure. gotten a hell of a bump they would have the product placement but either way fries is gone fries is gone because they only had one employee that gave a shit and it's this kid angel who's in the movie it's like are they sell alien tech i didn't know they sold alien cameras what was, what was that motherfucker doing there at the store at like 11 30 at night just that hanging out with that weird. one lady yeah, yeah. That, you know what? Which, that girl, that goth chick that he's like co-workers with, she's like the one of all that we talked about, like little things that paid off. She's the one thing that 
that did never came back. She just never came back or wasn't a bigger part of the story. Everything else is like a little uh, kernel. kernel that blooms or a, a seed that... She is the alien. You Jesus don't ever, you really don't ever see him in the same room twice. Interesting. You mention Interesting. It. Hey, goth chick, where's the alien? Oh, I'll go get him. And yeah. The alien comes she back. She takes off her yeah. glasses. Yeah. She's the alien. <laughs> hey, alien, goth chick just went looking for you. Oh, oh let me go get her. Yeah. <laughs> it's wearing like a fries vest, like the alien creature, yeah. <laughs> like a giant like fries it's vest. it's getting mixed up between yeah. it. It's like, oh. Identities. Uh, let me more. Alien, where, when did change. you get hair? Yeah. Oh, why? I don't know. Oh, weird. Uh. <laughs> This this is the stupidest part of the podcast. Like, We're ruining like the it. Alien, We're ruining the what's movie. What's his name? Uh, like Roger from American Dad. He yeah. just yeah. he's always changing costumes as he goes from place to place. <laughs> he's just got glasses and a blonde hair it's wig. Like, oh, I, I can't wait. For but the he al- looks like a he looks like a big gray head alien. I can't wait for the alleged eventual YouTube videos of that. Like the nope ship, but it's Roger the alien yeah. wearing the fries vest. <laughs> yeah, we're there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I want that. Eating guys, Cheetos. Guys, yeah. please smash that motherfucking like icon. Thank uh, you. So let's final thoughts. Let's do some recommendations. Uh, I'm going to start. I always go long time listeners to the pod will know. I'm a yes or no guy. And I say absolutely go see this movie if you're interested in this kind of stuff. Yes. If my mom and dad are watching dad i guarantee you'll like it my dad when, when my dad loves the twilight zone he's a big whore he's a big like creepy i just guy. said your dad's a big whore <laughs> horror or when when the new twilight zone came out jordan peele was in charge of the new twilight zone for a little bit i think it got canceled because it wasn't that successful but that's not my dad's fault because i think he watched every episode he also likes the other i have been blaming your dad for i was like did nick Dawson's dad watch this because like yeah. yeah thank you for clearing that yeah. up yeah um he 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 gave it all the support i think he could and then the same thing with uh, that other hbo show hp lovecraft or whatever. lovecraft country yeah. yeah that was jordan peele as well no mm. get out of town i believe so oh shit all right i, I may be wrong about that not what you would call not an idiot but i might be wrong about that Uh, well this kind of movie if you're is twilight zone aficionados right up your alley anyway it's just well done and beautiful to see so i would definitely recommend it yeah jimmy d give us your thoughts my thoughts are definitely recommend this is the kind of movie and it's since get out like jordan peele makes me like wonder like Oh, do I like horror movies? Like, he gets me into them. Like, he makes me interested in them because they're so good. And I'm like, yeah. I was hoping that I would get something similar from, like, Get Out or Us. And, yeah, this, like, blew that away, that stuff away. Like, I thought, as far as just, like, his writing uh, consistency and just, like, what he brings. Like, I was so... I was, I was honestly more excited for this film than, I would say, Top Gun or anything else. Like, honestly, okay. this year, I was so excited. Do you think... So before we get to before we get to your last thoughts, Clarence, as the only member of the pod who's seen Get Out and Us, yeah, seen all three, yeah. What's the ranking? Where's this one on it? This is number one, really for me. It is. You put this over Get Out and Us. I would say, yeah. Okay. Probably interesting. Yeah, I think that might be an infrequently held opinion. I think Get Out is um, beloved. Frequently but, yeah. held but, a, infrequently held opinion should be another podcast we do. That's a good one. <laughs> All of our opinions. Don't steal that. Yeah. That actually is a good, that is a sick title. I also, ha- I would say this may be a personal thing because I am like, I think aliens are terrifying. So for this one, I was like really sucked in. Oh so God. it could just be like a me thing. Right. But yeah. Clarence, tell us what do you think about the movie? And then we're going to spend the rest of the time grilling Jimmy on if he believes in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we know. I think we know. 
Oh, what are you fucking space cuck? Oh my god! <laughs> All it's right, good. no, my 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 opinions on this movie. Uh, if I'm giving it the Nick treatment, yes, Whatever go you see it. You can do it numbers. Oh no, I'm definitely going to. Don't yeah. worry, I've got a paragraph written out here. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that you should go see this movie if you looked at the trailer and you thought, "What is that about?" You will not have a bad time figuring out what it's about. Will you fall in love with it? That remains to be seen, but I think that it's worth taking the chance to do so. I loved how original it was, how original it felt. As somebody who only goes to movie theaters these days, especially these past two years, uh, I only go to movie theaters for like your big tent poles, mm-hmm. um, mostly because that's how my wife likes to do things. I I really thought this was worth seeing in a movie. I would have been happy to pay to see this in one of those movie theaters where you have the option of buying a fucking steak and a milkshake. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would have absolutely been happy to. I think this was an event of a movie. All right. More so than a lot of movies that have come out this year. Oh, 100%. Or just in general in the past, well, I'm sure because of COVID, but... Yeah. And I yeah. mean I mean that in, even in terms of Marvel movies, like, yeah, I, I just saw Thor a month ago, and don't get me wrong, yeah, okay, but I'd have rather paid the money I paid to go see Thor to see this movie with you. 100%. I absolutely would. I won't even see Thor. So exactly. I, that's how much I agree with you. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know me. I'm I'm a fan of those Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm a fan of going to see that kind of stuff. Um, there's only so many Marvel, Star Wars, all of that stuff. When you have something that's as original oh, yeah. as this, something that focuses not on being different, but focuses on its own ideas and actually ends up as different, I think that that is really what's important. I, I do love the auteur filmmaker. Guys like, I mean, Jordan Peele is now... I'm, I'm gonna watch his other stuff, but this movie's so good. I'm he's in that conversation of guys doing original stuff. He's in that conversation with Tarantino and Wes Anderson and George. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's a dude where his movies are an event. His yeah. he has taste. He's got he's got his style. You can recognize it. But when when you hear people don't even have to see what's it about. I don't care. I'm going to see the new Jordan Peele. He's transcended his own. Yes, art. I agree. With I that. don't care what the next Tarantino movie is. I'm gonna see it. Yep. Wes Anderson, same thing. Jordan Peele, same thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's not a ton of guys. I'm not gonna see the next Spielberg thing. Mm-hmm. James Cameron. I'm not gonna see. I'm certainly not gonna see the <laughs> next James Cameron thing. Uh, but those guys are also trying to do different types of blockbusters. Jordan Peele's in that again that auteur conversation with Tarantino, Wes Anderson, fucking Safety Brothers. I don't know. They haven't. They're not prolific enough. They've the, only had two. The Daniels. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I think that's a the movie Daniels, we should probably yeah, look they, at. The Daniels, yeah, they did Swiss Army Man and Everything Everywhere. The Daniels are a good... I hate to put uh, really? I hate to put dorks in the conversation with cool guys, <laughs> but that's yeah. a good point. Well, the Daniels is the Daniels might be there until, uh, but they're, those guys are gonna they're gonna they're gonna do some Marvel shit. They're gonna get they're gonna take the paycheck to do some Marvel shit first, and, and that's fine. Shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> One minute, five minutes, twenty seconds. Yeah, all right, I'll I'll, I'll find it. I'll cut it out. 
But no, seriously, like maybe not the Daniels. All right. But like people who are doing this really well done individualistic filmmaking. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you guys remember when we called the uh, the nice guys? Yeah. 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 And Ryan, sure. Ryan Gosling. Certainly. That is such a good movie and it didn't get the play it needed to. You have on paper really, really good actors being directed by, I believe that was Shane Black. I'm not sure if it was or not, but uh, you have really good direct, a really good director directing really good actors, and it just didn't get the play that it should have because it came out in a sea of the middle of superhero genre. Yeah. Yeah. And so it got buried. It was also a period piece comedy, which. Two things kind of going to get I me. Mean, Doesn't there's, always. There's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of comedy coming out nowadays, and also period piece. Putting something in the '70s again. That's trying. Oh, that's trying to capitalize on the fourth guy in this genre, Paul Thomas Anderson. There uh, you go. He's, yeah. a, he's another dude. Um, some people might put Edgar Wright in there. Uh, I don't think Edgar Wright. I mean, don't get me wrong. He he's got a lot. He's, he doesn't he's have got, a lot. He's got like four, but he doesn't have like a lot, a lot to lend those bona fides. He started off. He started off comedy. I, I'm gonna do actually. I I, I am gonna do a solo. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'll. I, I was. I'm planning on doing. A, I was planning on doing a solo pod about a couple movies I've seen by myself and trying to do a solo one. But I'd rather not. I might just make. I might just. Clarence and I might just do that right now, and I'll just. There you go. I'll just spout my thoughts at least to have a person to bounce it off of. Yeah. Rather than go. rather than staring right. into a camera. But whatever. All right. Thank you, everybody. Once again, three resounding uh, <laughs> uh, endorsements. Yeses all from, around. Yes. Yes, from three absolute. Pinnacles of the film criticism industry. Yeah. Uh, Clarence Riley the Fourth, Jimmy D, and Nick Tazo. Uh, Clarence, where can the folks find you? What do you want them? What do you want them to know about you? Um, try not to look for me. I try to keep a real low profile. Uh, That's a savvy technique am, for a musician. And I am. I am just. <laughs> if you want to look up my it. band, I don't play anything. if you want to look up my band, we're Black Ladder. You can find us in all the regular places. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, just um, try not to get up my personal life, you know? All right. Try find, to do it right. Find Black Ladder on Spotify or Instagram. Um, Jimmy D. Yes. Uh, please do find me. I need followers. I need more than 50 followers. Uh, Sleepy Cowboy TX, Bad Thrillers TX, and uh, me and my friends do some comedy stuff on uh, Danger Junior PR. Uh, Those are all on Instagram. Yeah, Instagrams. And once again, this is your host, Nick Tazo. You love me. You know me. You don't even you don't even need to hear my plugs, but Nick Tazo on Twitter, Nick Tazo Drums on Instagram. Thank you again to my uh, burgeoning South Asian fan base for making <laughs> one of my Instagram videos blow up to 33,000. Yes. Uh, I don't know what Clarence is showing to the... <laughs> do I have, am I having to beep out? Are you showing pornography to my camera right now? Just a big old picture of my dick. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. Go watch Nope. Uh, the more you go see these kinds of movies, the more they'll keep making them. And if we can replace all the Marvel movies with more Jordan Peels, you know, that's that's exactly what we're looking for in the in the film business. All right. Thanks, everybody. Let's get trashed. Y'all take it easy.